like sucking, but I ain't gay. Legit bad podcast. Fuck those honkies. Welcome back to Legit Bat. We have Mitch the Orgone donor. Is it Orgon or o- Orgone? Uh, you say both of them right. I'd say Orgone. Yeah. Long, long O sound. So just so people don't say organ on accident. Yeah. You know? So Mitch the Organ donor. That's actually what yeah, right. <laughs> like, is that a typo for like an organ donor? I'm like, I no, it's it, not. No, it well, actually is. It, it is. It, well, it's I, not a typo for it, but it's like be an orgone donor, you know, put organite right. out there, that yeah. kind of thing. Play on words. It was the first thing because he didn't spell it. He spelled it half right and he spelled it O-R-G-O-N. And so I was like, well, wait, wait, wait a second. Is this like orgone isn't like organite, like the, uh, you know, really sensitive material, which I have like an orgonite uh, pyramid. I'm like, is it that? Or was it a typo for organ donor? And he's like, actually, uh, neither. It is for O R G O N E. And I'm all. Yeah, I actually did misspell it okay. on the calendar. So yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm just walking around. I've I've actually I've only got one kidney, one lung, half a heart. So yeah, that's all you need. If you're donating that much, I would also say that you have half a brain. Yeah, you'd have to. So I've been watching a lot of Doctor House lately. So I, uh, I, I'm like way tardy to that party. But um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, or Orgone. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, so um, let's start out yeah. by uh, explaining, yeah, exactly what that is uh, to you in your words, and then yeah. we can go on, you know, with what you do with Orgone from there. So yeah. Well. So I know by now it's kind of um, become, if not, it is becoming a household uh, term that gets used a lot. Uh, people will know of the terms life force energy, or they call it chi or prana. Uh, the I, I would call it like the God spark. I think there is this energy that I call it the God spark that like coerces through all of us. Um, it's a whole other can of worms with the whole NPC concept everyone's talking about. But I think there's like the natural realm. And that's what this life energy coerces through. And it, it is everything. It passes through everything. It, it is our essence. And then there's the artificial world that is operating on the inversion of it, essentially. But um, orgone, the reason it's called orgone in this case, like I said, is chi or prana, tachyon. Every culture has you know their name for it. Um, the term that I use with orgone, it comes from Wilhelm Reich. Uh, people... I'm sure have a lot of people have heard of his name. He's sort of thrown around in the same way that Tesla is. And uh, the reason behind it in the simplest form is that the life energy is based on sexual energy. So it comes from the, the it's the root word for orgasm and that this sexual energy, which I, I align with, with this concept of, because people are always like, oh, that's pervy. And I'm like, no, it's the <laughs> idea. If you think about what it takes to create life, you obviously need Honor. a you need a spark, and Honor. and so uh, <laughs> and so I I forgot I need to like be on the lookout for those or be on the sound <laughs> for those. Um, but so so yeah, this energy um, it really it's it's the same thing you'll hear from other people when they're saying when they refer to chi or prana, and so uh, 
what I have come to learn in the work that I do, uh, anyone who finds my website or, or researches this, you know, why do I call myself the orgone donor? The reason is because there are uh, what I would I would call them weapons in the simplest form. I would I would say that there are energetic weapons that are utilized throughout this realm in which we live that inhibit uh, and alter and manipulate the life energy that's coercing and and basically running the show, the life energy. And there is this sort of anti-life agenda to throw off nature, to throw everything out of balance. So I, I call myself the organ donor because I use tools that are called organite, which people are familiar with. Uh, I use those tools against the, you know, quote unquote weapon system that is used to create this havoc and to, you know, harm or intentionally manipulate life. So I call myself the donor because it all comes out of my pocket, uh, like a lot of people. And that term carries over from the term organite gifting that a lot of people, if you ever hear the term gifting, the reason we say organite gifting, what that means is you are essentially putting organite around whatever these devices are. And in this case, I frequency weapons, cell towers, the heart network, any kind of an, e, an artificial EMF emitting device. Uh, you put this stuff around those devices, this organite around the towers, and you can flip these signals. You can change this energy signature. You can essentially bust the tower. We call it tower busting or organite gifting because it's a gift from you in the process of, you know, shaking things up and and sort of restoring the natural flow of that energy that's coercing through everything. So is that is a I I was texting Ben earlier and I said it, it kind of reminds me of the same thing as the ether or that is that the same type of thing Prana? You know I so I uh I should disclaimer like you know I don't know everything and the more I learn the less I know. Um yes. I I think for myself I look at everything as a jigsaw puzzle and when it comes to the terminology of like the ether, I used to think the term orgone or life force was synonymous with ether, but I actually think that ether is the playground or the network in which the energy travels. I think that would be a better descriptor for it. Kind of like the EMF bubble is, you know, it's not as simple as just creating a harp network. I call it the frequency fence because it is essentially creating the pathway, or I, I call it the highway to hell. It is creating the mode of transportation for negative energy to flow. And, you know, people will, uh, there's always skeptics and people are going to come at me and say, you know, well, how, regarding like, say, electricity, dirty electricity, how do you know that's bad? Or how do you know uh, the EMF, like that it's traveling along? Well, it's like by deductive reasoning and putting together this immense jigsaw puzzle, we see that there's two components or really more than two components to what's being carried along, the information carried along within this network. So like a cell tower isn't a communication. It's not just a communication tower. There's there's a militaristic side to that. Um, you know, in the case of electricity, you know, we know about electrical burnoff. We know what happens to people who live under power lines. Um, it, essentially, if you look at like radiation, any type of radi uh, radioactive material. Now, 
I'm slowly learning and working, like researching Wilhelm Reich. He did some things with radioactive material that don't match up to radioactive uh, or rate radiation that comes off of, say, a cell tower. There are two different kinds, or there's more than one kind. Some is good and some is not proven to be bad. That's as far as I can say with, with that. I don't know that it's necessarily good, but basically it's like, we're, we're working with these bubbles, energy bubbles. And it's this like ongoing, you know, you hear people talk about we're in a spiritual war. Um, I think that's simplifying it, but essentially everything has an energy signature. Everything emits, transmits and receives energy signatures. And there are things, you know, in the, in the natural flow of everything, everything flows. It's, it's implied it flows naturally. So when you, when you throw out an energy signature to put that in chaos, then what happens? Everything spirals out of control. So you create these energy signatures and burn off from dirty electricity or from nuclear radiation uh, power plants, or you know even even down to like the genetically modified crops. There's a different energy signature coming off of genetically modified crops, and so by by putting together these puzzle pieces, we can see, you know, obviously there's something wrong, and we can see that you know. Like I, I have a lot of people ask me about the towers and they think it ends there. And I'm, I've, you know, you guys are on the course of all the interviews I've ever done. If we had this conversation five years ago, I'd say, oh, put this stuff around towers, put organite around towers, bust the towers, change the weather, call it a day. But now there's so many more things that actually are, are happening alongside the process of busting these towers. And in learning about with, with cross-referencing with Wilhelm Reich and learning about weather, it's like everything is an energetic process. Us waking up is an energetic process. Uh, the, the foods we eat, the water, everyone knows about Masaru Emoto. That's a puzzle piece in this too. Structuring water. It's like look around the world and you can just see it everywhere. There's an intentional effort to throw every single thing possible out of alignment to overlay, to basically overlay an artificial realm, I'd say artificial intelligence or artificial consciousness to overlay the natural realm in which we thrive. So instead of thriving, we are, you know, subjected to barely surviving at the hands of something that thinks it's God, if that helps. Yeah. So get into the the tower busting thing. Cause we were kind of uh, talking about that earlier. Is it something that's, uh, are you, blocking the signals or is it just changing it how does that work because uh we we yeah. have your visual aids here for us for the audience <laughs> good i'm glad i'm glad you guys got your house yeah, yeah. Sure. i'm actually curious about that too are you trying to yeah at, at the end of the day in addition to joe's question sorry but are you trying to just block cell signals altogether so the answer for a very common question, does this block EMF? And the answer is no, it doesn't. And, you know, if you look around at everything that emits EMF, EMF in and of itself is not what's bad, but there are forms that are non-native and there are forms that are incoherent with biological life. And so if you put organite around a tower um, or you, let's say you put it around your Wi-Fi router, well, I can attest the internet would have gone down a long time ago in the state of Arizona because of the thousands of earth pipes I've buried in the ground and the towers we've, I mean, I've been driving around the state for four years now. So it doesn't block it. And 
again, if we had this conversation five years ago, I'd say, oh, well, what it's doing is because this is this is a general consensus of the last two decades of like the pioneer gifting movement and all the people who started doing this. That it's always been assumed that what it's doing is it is just simply changing an energy signature and flipping the tower. So you'll hear people talking about that once you put this around a tower, or if you were to bury the pipes around a tower, then the energy signature is going through that organite piece and it's spitting out a restructured signal. And it's one of those things that's kind of like, oh, well, then show me the receipts. And so the the theory behind it it's like we're putting together a coincidence salad and trying to figure out like if this is actually the process i don't fully understand these days because of everything else i've learned i can't say with certainty that it's just taking in the signal and spitting it out but if you sort of like reverse the way you'd reverse engineer something just like compare it with wilhelm reich's work when he created an organ accumulator box uh for those that don't know it was a giant box kind of like a little refrigerator a person would sit inside on a chair in the box and the box was designed in a way using certain materials that were uh, organic or inorganic which will either attract or repel this energy uh, based on their structure so you would put people inside of the box and this energy would be harnessed as it was being pushed and pulled and concentrated to the center of the box and the idea behind that was someone who um he, he worked a lot with folks who had cancer and infertility which is two of those coinky dinks it's like well cancer kills all life it mutates it's like a mutated form of natural life and fertility is obviously connected to the creation of life so two ailments pertaining to life or life force that he could put a person's body back in alignment um for fda purposes you know we nobody is going to use the word the c word uh, you know, that he C-U-R-E'd, but um, he he healed, basically. So fast forward to Organite, we're making Organite out of similar materials of inorganic and organic material that will either attract or repel this energy signature. And if you look around like at yourselves and, and counterpart, look at anyone who's been um, jibby-jabbed, they're pumping metals and you know, God knows what else, but one of the things they're doing is pumping metals through various methods, whether it's food, water, air, shots, uh, into an organic compound, into an organic uh, element, uh, us. And there is, you know, it's the idea of like turning someone into a receiver or a transmitter. I'm sure you guys have talked to enough people where people are wondering, you know, what is, you've seen the Bluetooth signals coming off of people or whatever other stupid you know magnets stick into people's arms i'm not saying that answers everything but it's the idea of oh what are they doing to change either the energy that's like being attracted to or repelled from us and so in organite it's the same concept that these these materials uh the organic one we use resin which is derived from oil which has one of the strongest energy organic energy signatures on earth um personal belief system of you know for me I think that's why it is attached to the money system. I think that the reason we have the petrodollar is because of the occult symbolism and the esoteric component to oil and what, you know, it's the blood of the planet, unless you think it comes from dinosaurs and you're an idiot. But um, that's my two cents on that. But uh, it is the blood of the planet. 
and like a microbe that breaks down sort of like kombucha and uh the inorganic component to the organite is the metal well in order to have a layering effect with this in the same way an accumulator box would you would obviously want to have these multi layers of your resin and your metal resin and metal so the way to do that is you use very small metal pieces so when you see organite, you're going to see a lot of people use metal shavings. Uh, the pieces that you guys have there, I think you have some of those black pucks. Okay, so those have black metal. They have uh, magnetite metal powder, shungite, and then they also have aluminum shavings. And so I try to use shavings and powder because the idea is if you've got metal shavings in it, think of every molecule of resin that is coated every one of those pieces of metal. And you've got, so that's your layer right there. And you've got thousands of layers between all those shavings then you start adding metals and you're you're basically increasing the surface area of each fleck of metal and you've got you know millions of layers with that powder so the theory behind organite is that it is attracting this energy but at the same time trying to spit it back out so it's almost like i've heard people refer to it as like a scrubber brush if you throw it around a tower then the toroidal field around that tower has to pass through it. So it goes in, it gets transmuted, and it gets spit out. But in, in the case of organite, um, there is a component of using quartz crystals. And that's where there's a lot of debate on that. Because when this first, when organite, I mean, it's been around since like, I think the, I know for sure around the early 2000s, there's an argument over who has a trademark because the trademark was granted by the government to a, well, I call him an asshole, but um, several years after other people, like it was already a common household name for, for a large demographic who were using it around towers. And they knew it had an impact on these towers that were popping up in the early 2000s. And so the quartz crystal, some people have debated whether or not it's actually needed um, I'm sure you guys have, have probably interviewed enough people that the subject comes up about crystals and crystallography, like the science behind it, using it as a microchip, using it to program crystals to do different things. In Organite, there's this idea, um, I, I don't hear people talking about it as much these days, but they say that like with the resin, it, it shrinks. Those pucks there, they all they all compressed. They all got very, very hot. And then they compressed. So you have this perpetual compression on the crystal, which applies to the piezoelectric effect of that crystal. If you squeeze a crystal, it will emit an electrical charge, or really they call it scalar energy or the piezoelectric effect. Um, they actually have the same effect if you heat them up as well. The thing with organite that I have not been able to figure out is like um, if you ever make a bunch of organite, uh, say on a chemtrail day, you're going to notice things in the sky above your house. Like that's the best way for people to have this like confirmation that there is a there there and to keep going with it. And I think what's happening is that as your, as your organite is sitting in these pans or whatever your molds you're using gets very, very hot and the crystals start reacting immediately. And they're, they're throwing off whatever EMF bubble is down here on the ground. And if imagine like you, you just start shaking up that EMF bubble. Well, it needs that bubble to sustain whatever. I mean, these electromagnetic fields are sustaining the shit that's going on in the sky. That's the connection that's so far been made. 
from there, everyone's got their theories about whether like what's really going on in the sky, because for the longest time, it was just always aluminum, barium, strontium done. And now that we know if you, if you go put stuff around all the, like, I don't know how many towers you have where you guys are. I know you're kind of more remote, but if you were to go knock out like 20 of the closest towers or high EMF sources around your house, you're going to see chemtrails behaving a lot differently above your house. And uh, an example of that people can see on my website uh, at the top of the page there, all the, of all the tabs, there's a geoengineering tab and there's a drop down. And that drop down, I think has a selection that says best of chemtrails. They're just some of the first uh, videos I took after I started busting towers and putting up like chem busters, these cloud buster devices, the chem, the chemtrails, they don't plume out. They don't turn into what looks like smoke. They seize and they snap apart. And it, you can actually see what looks like a waveform. It's like you can see the energy battle going on in the sky. You can see something trying to basically shred them apart. And they look more like spaghetti noodles or DNA helixes. And they just sort of spin and they break. And it's like it doesn't answer the question question yet of what exactly is making what ha like do what but by like what's that i said but it's something it's so. it's something yeah and i mean again it's like i i'm getting to the point with you know every because it's getting really confusing where everyone i know like i'm kind of in a crossroads right now where i'm seeing all the people i've ever been affiliated with or um people i've listened to people i've learned from like I'll listen to anybody. I'll even listen to people talk about Q for whatever reasons, just because I want to know what's out there. Um, I have my opinions about, no, I don't believe it, but I always want to know the puzzle pieces of what's going on in this reality. And so when I see those things going on in the sky, I have to take a step back when it comes to geoengineering and ask myself, is you know what kind of aluminum, barium, and strontium dust particles, nano, whatever, that comes out of a plane behaves like that in the sky. What would make it behave like that? And then it's kind of like, well, wait a minute. What if this isn't what I'm told on paper? Because I've I've read all the research about, I mean, we've all read the research about the projects here. And I've heard you guys even just the other day, an episode of yours I was watching, I think you mentioned Project Popeye or Operation Popeye. Um, you know, we know they can control, or really I should say manufacture hurricanes. Um, and we know right now that as the climate agenda, I mean, just look at the climate agenda. I see restoration going on all over the country. And of course, what do they do? They're, they're saying these people over here have an atmospheric river. These people here have a bomb cyclone. These people over here are going to have winter tornadoes. And these people down in Florida, here's another hurricane coming through coincidence. And so, you know, call Greta. But, um, I think that the stuff we're allowed to see is part of the deception and in the work I've done and, and work like if you read Wilhelm Reich's work, you know, the part that gets ignored in what I call the academic side, the academia of organomy, they don't like to talk about the off world stuff that he talked about. They don't like to talk about his um, basically he believed, you know, his quote, some, something has invaded our earthly existence. And for anyone that follows my work, I use the word parasites a lot to describe the, like, if I see a chemtrail plane, it's like, oh, the parasites are out today. If they're gone for the holidays, it's like the parasites have the day off. 
but there is something connected to our life force. There's something connected to our energy. And that's, it, it opens up this big can of worms that says, man, this, there might be something being sprayed in the sky, but it doesn't line up with what happens when you start using tools like this. I'm yeah. going to shut up now. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. <laughs> You give everybody a lot to think about. It's just, uh, I love what you said about the jigsaw puzzle because I literally just mentioned something like that the other day where that's why I'll listen to all kinds of crazy shit, whether I believe it or not. You might as well listen to why somebody came to this conclusion and then yeah. put that in the back pocket and then maybe later that'll pop back up and you'll be like, ah, oh, that actually fits here. That makes sense for this area. He wasn't totally mm -hmm. right, but this this area fit. So yeah. with the, we'll start with the, the copper rod here. The, yeah earth pipe earth pipes so yep. what is actually actually in there i know they're made of copper but what else is in there is it the resin with the metal shavings and all that yeah so the basic recipe would be your your resin and your metal and the earth pipes um you know those are in in my experience i have found those to be the best tool because they tap into whatever these towers are tapping into in the ground um part of the puzzle figuring out those pieces is if you look at uh, tower placement they there's no coincidence that they put towers on water sources uh i i have a personal belief i can't prove this undeniably but it's um i think if if there's ever a water shortage you know uh, which would be staged but if there ever is a water shortage people should go to their local cell tower and start digging because these sadistic bastards know exactly what they're doing and water is a fantastic energy conductor and this the earth should have been called water not earth because there is more of it than earth but um the pipes the reason i think that they're the best is because they are tapping into that same network and you know anyone that follows me will learn quickly that i am i my approach to everything with being in this realm is kill it with fire or go big or go home. So when I moved to Arizona, I had the intention of obliterating as many towers as I could because I had come across in some of Reich's work, he talks about how deserts are not natural. So it was like this sort of developed into what I call my earth pipes across Arizona project, where I have literally buried earth pipes all across Arizona. And those those uh locations things we look for like earth uh earth line ley lines uh you know i learned about railroad tracks that it's what a coincidence that how many railroad tracks actually weren't built by us but were discovered by us and they coincidentally all run along water and they coincidentally all run along ley lines and they coincidentally have all kinds of federal laws about following them and so like cross-referencing this with information about uh ley lines you know, there's there's a lot of uh, experiences people have had that uh, if you congregate a large group around these railroad tracks or around these ley lines, you can actually manifest things in a much quicker way by carrying the energy signature that's running through those lines. So when I hear stuff like that, I'm like constantly out there like, oh, this place is, I just say demonic, you know, oh, this place is demonic, got to go neutralize it, you know, or, oh, they put this tower up over here, you know, why do they put nuclear power of all the places they could put it? They put them all like Fukushima right on water. There's a reason for it because the water is connected to everything. And it is the best energy conductor aside from maybe gold. And so 
it's like we go and we tap these things into those things. And that's when you'll start to see really fast results. I tell people, if you live on water around a pond, a river, lake, stream, whatever, those are perfect places to be burying those, those pipes. And they're, they're packed with metal powder. They've got large quartz points running down the center. The theory behind them, when it, when they were first uh, created, um, if you want to research people who use this stuff back in the day, I think that's part of this puzzle as well. Look for the names Don and Carol Croft, C-R-O-F-T. They are the pioneers of the gifting movement, even though there's not really a movement. Um, but they have talked about these pipes being used to basically neutralize what they, they just say underground military base. I think it's bigger than that. I think, um, you know, airports, for example, I did a lot of gifting around Midway and O'Hare, uh, legally. So no one can say, say what you want, but, um, but, uh, you know, you, you bury these things around areas that have basically been like energetically compromised or energetically bastardized. And it's sort of like you're reverse in the same way. Like I've learned more about geoengineering by busting towers than by reading government uh, patents and trying to figure out what the ultimate goal is as well. Cause it's not just trying to, not just trying to poison us from the sky. It's no. about, it's about our consciousness. It dumbs us down. Um, it, it keeps same, same us with the fluoride and the plastics and everything else that they have yeah. going on. It's all tied together. Like there have been so many studies that they're talking about it. it the, obviously, we all know that the way they get things in is, you know, you slow boil a frog. You don't toss it into boiling water. It'll just jump the fuck out. Uh -huh. And by the time that you slow boil it, it's too fucking late. It doesn't know that it's dying. It's the same thing. They they put a little bit of fluoride here, a little bit of plastic here that they introduce. Oh, you know, it's it's not harm for you, harmful to you in small doses. And then by the time that you get 70 years down the road, all of these little tiny avenues whether it be mm -hmm. cloud seeding or you were talking about the natural disasters for us, it's a massive uptick in the past five to 10 years of wildfires, mm -hmm. including fire tornadoes, which I didn't know was a thing until <laughs> it happened. Um, and they create their own climate out of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off there, but no, I didn't no. want to interject. I also want to let you know, don't fucking apologize for talking too much. <laughs> I have literally been looking up like every single thing that you have been talking about because i'm like oh that's interesting all right. so all right. by all means go ahead all right oh, it's super interesting i actually want to do this stuff too so at the end yeah. i want you to tell yeah. us how we can do this here where we're sure live. you guys are also i so i pay attention to where everybody lives and there are if so okay i kind of want to um i wanted to make sure that i could because 2023 has started just really uh, I haven't had really good feelings since January 1st, just because of certain things I've seen with the weather. Did um, that have been to do with uh, the uh, solar flares? Did you look into that at all? Apparently so, there's massive uh, solar flares. Yes. Well, that's part of it. And actually for people, you know, there's, it's always a challenge. People have this thing I call show me the receipt syndrome. And I understand why they have it. Um, it's always funny that they'll get on board with other things and we just hear something and we run with it. Like we never really fact check the things we really like and agree with anyway. Like, oh, well, the oh, that person died mysteriously. The government must have murdered him. And therefore, or this person got kicked off Instagram. So therefore they must be trustworthy. And it's like, no, that's they're they're doing that now where they kick off, you know kick off uh i don't i won't say names in case anyone likes them but they'll kick off somebody just because they know it will solidify the idea that oh 
they must be telling the truth. They have to have the, like Q, for example. I love love this so much because they have divided this truth community or whatever people want to call it. They just let us go and run because they're like, oh, look at them. They'll believe yeah. what they want to believe. So successfully for, split us apart. For sure. Some and I have the same as the other side. The and same I th- as people who trust the Vax have the same mentality as they hate it. I well, think that's how we ended up with this. I, my big, the biggest division I see right now is everyone either thinking it's a playground or it's a prison. From the just the people that have like become aware, slightly more woken up, uh, it's people are fighting now over if it's a playground to learn or if it's a prison to get out of and it's, it's imploding. Um, but yeah, sorry, I'm going to take a pause here. Just loop me back in about the solar flares when the time comes. What were you saying, Ben? Oh no, I was just going to say on, uh, what you guys were talking about. It's just controlled opposition using reverse psychology. They, Mm -hmm. they had controlled opposition, which was overt and blatant. And now they're using that same tactic but doing the opposite thing so that you trust it. It's uh-huh. like having uh, Alex Jones come out and, you know, rant about something and uh-huh. everybody who hears it directly goes, oh, that's the truth. Uh-huh. And then they shadow ban him or ban him outright. And then the other people that were on the fence about whether he was right was like, well, he got shadow banned, so he must be saying something that's true that they don't like. And now they just pulled in a bunch of other people. Uh-huh. It, the whole thing is, is just... I, I hate this. I hate the saying, but the idea that everything is a psyop, I don't believe that. But, but it do be like that is, sometimes. But <laughs> well, that's the thing is that you don't know which ones are. And there, there's a old uh, saying that my parents always used to say, yay, Christianity was uh, idle hands or the devil's workshop. And it's exactly that. They used to say that if you aren't seeing resistance from the devil, it means that he has you exactly where he wants you doing nothing. And they have been able to successfully psyop the shit out of all of us to where it's not about whether we pick a side. It's about not picking a side, because as long as we don't pick a side, we aren't a threat. Uh-huh. And as much as people that aren't picking a side, fuck the two party system, which I agree with, that is in and of itself now a side. And they have successfully gotten a large portion of the population into the, I don't know what the fuck the truth is. I'm not going to trust anything. I'm going to question everything, which is awesome. But the problem is, is that that is a quest for the truth. And they know that we're not typically going to find it. So as long as we're walking around with our heads up our asses, they've, they've won already. Like you, if you can't identify the truth, then there's nothing left to do. Yeah. A beautiful example of that, of the, the I'm going to be in the middle and not do what any, anybody else is doing is like the hipster thing where right. everybody was like, I'm not going to have anybody's style. I'm going to dress like I'm from the 1930s and, you know, sit at Starbucks and write my ske- screenplay and listen to Mumford and Sons. And that became its own fucking thing in itself. And it's all in Portland from what I can tell right now. <laughs> it's all in Portland. There's a lot of it in Chicago, too. I'm sure he knows. Oh, yeah, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that um, is the same idea, yeah, where you have this this anti kind of a subculture, you know, anti mainstream movement that becomes its own thing in itself. And that's just and another mainstream. category now. So now we have yeah. another category of fucking hipsters. So this Welcome is yeah. this is where because uh, I'll um, I'll reel it back to my just my purview. Sometimes people just tell me, like, stick to your script, Mitch. But um, 
weather. The weather. Not here. Not here. Yeah. Not here. <laughs> Don't say that shit I mean, here. Well, so it's 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 interesting that um how much like the reason like the reason I got into the organite was because I started learning about money, which led into uh the the energetic component of it. Why is it called currency? Learning about maritime law, learning about how all of the decisions of like whenever I hear people say like something like, oh, they're doing it for the money. Like, for example, right now, the thing with the IRS, I think they're like, oh, the IRS wants to audit and steal more money. I'm like, they they do they don't Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. don't care about getting more money. They no. just care about destroying you. That's all. Like, and the because- control. And the, the control aspect of it. And it's to beat people down. It's like they don't need – they own the machine that makes the money. They, they're they owned by the people that invented and created and have always had a hold of the money. Like there's no such thing as they need more money. They will – It's it, whether that's – in my view, that's like all the way down to like the Hollywood crap. When a movie flops, they're like, oh, they're losing money. I'm like, they don't give a fuck. Nope. But no. But it's, it's this idea that there's the energy behind it. And so like in the case of the weather right now, you know, I, you know, I've done this now for, I'm going on seven years of, of busing towers. And a lot of it began in Chicago, which was just an EMF soup. And so it was very easy to do. And also just stupid people. Like, don't just think of it as like EMF. Think of it as like the brain fog web. It's like a shadow because if, if you start, I don't know what organite anybody has. I don't want to discredit it but if you get some really good stuff and you start like one of the first comments everybody always emails me about is like sleep patterns or you know yesterday i had a conversation with a couple on a, on another show we were talking about how uh behaviors of those around you when you're carrying this stuff um things that had changed and just observations that you make and how animals respond to you i mean i would tell crazy cat people to uh put the organite around the cat cats for some reason love organite i don't know why but they seem to be they're fucking evil well i i mean i kind of like cats, go get on it but they're but they're, they tweak I, I mean everyone has the cats that tweak out and you wonder like what in the hell is going on it's like well they've got a sensory uh or they've got a sense that we obviously are not in tune with and there's something so there's something about these signatures um in the case of the weather and what's going on right now that like over all these years i have talked to so many people that either i've i've educated shown how to make this stuff um i've i've you know i don't i don't rile people up for like gifting parties you know it's something you do yourself there's never you're never going to find a gifting movement and i would say if you ever find someone who wants to organize a gifting movement run as fast as you can the other way because this is the only thing i've ever found in my life that it hasn't been co-opted yet because there's nothing to infiltrate as long as there's no movement and I've talked to Buffalo and Legs about this on False Reality Check. We did an episode on gatekeeping and deception uh, back in, I think, May, maybe it was back in May. Uh, we talked about how I've slowly seen it creeping up 
in geoengineering and orgone and Wilhelm Reich and the tower component. And I, I see where they're trying. And right now, when I said I'm, I'm nervous, I'm kind of nervous about what's transpired since the 1st of January, I, I'm seeing some kind of an attempt. You know, I've had, I've had things happen to me and anyone you talk to with who, who does gifting, everyone's got their weird stories. Everyone has their, visits from what we call Mr. Smith in the matrix because you're you're screwing up the web so he's coming out to see what that is you probably have heard of the black helicopters um there's there's all kinds of, I mean build a chembuster I've got instructions on my website to do it I, where you guys are I'd like build a chembuster I'll help you figure it out and uh and then watch the the choppers and watch the activity in the sky around your house and it's nothing to worry about it's that you're you're screwing up something with AI. And, you know, I think like with the solar flares that we were talking about, something I've noticed, a puzzle piece with doing this is that, you know, I'm I'm running around my little organite compound here. I've got three of those chem busters in my yard. Uh, those are, for those that don't know, those are basically a six foot tall piece of organite. It sits, it's a giant bucket and it's got six copper pipes that are positioned aiming up at the sky. I call them sky cleaners or etheric bazookas. And I've got some, I'm, I'm out there every day, moving them around towards different storm systems that pass through, helping to generate storms. There's ways that you can use them, kind of like how Wilhelm Reich used his cloud buster. Um, and then I've got some sitting on a rotate, like these platforms that automatically rotate to basically just keep shit, con just stirring the soup all day long so that the the plane activity can never fully take hold and over the last four years it's only gotten wetter and wetter and we've just had two the two wettest monsoon seasons in a row on record um it doesn't rain in october november december it has rained heavily uh all throughout including just the other day it rained for 30 hours solid it's wet everywhere we never had wildfires we're the only state that didn't have an issue with wildfires two summers in a row and one of the fires they tried to talk about didn't exist, which was a whole other can of worms too. If you ever look up the, the, um, I think they called it the tunnel fire near Flagstaff, but it's like, they try to set fire on shit and it won't burn because everything is soaked. And it's like, we we've had a second spring two years in a row instead of having a fall. And so it's like, I guess I got on a tangent and got kind of heated there, but I, and I lost my train of thought. But in the case of the weather, I'm, I think I'm back. Uh, in, the case of, <laughs> in the case of the weather, what I've learned is that when you shake up this stuff, like lately, uh, have you guys noticed the sun in direct sunlight, kind of intense, kind of hot? Have you noticed this? Yeah, and I've heard a lot of people talk about that too, how the sun went from kind of a golden yellow to more of a white. Yeah. Differing opinions on what that means. Some people think it's, a fake sun or you know simulated sun some people think it's a sign of a coming like dimensional shift or something like that i don't really know what yeah. to make but here in where we live the sun is always fucking hot like is, okay. if the sun's out you can feel it on your skin because it's northern yeah California. just just so you know we are in one of the top five sunniest places when talking about rotation of 24 hour days at any given point throughout the year and our temperatures during the the shift seasons of spring and fall can easily go within 60 degrees in a 24 hour period um it's not at all uncommon it fucks with my head you can hear it right now mm -hmm. uh but we're it's very sunny the majority of the time 
so what I've what I've noticed, I have a few videos on my website showing. Um, see, every everyone thinks that like chemtrails are the white stuff in the sky, but the the EMF bubble it actually manufactures this thing we call deadly orgone radiation. DOR. Uh, that's a term that came from Reich. Uh, it's essentially, it looks like it's electro smog. Um, it has that ugly white, it's just the ugly white shit in the sky that's not really the chemtrails, but you can, that like, haze. if you ever, it's the haze, or sometimes you see the indentations. It kind of looks like you can see like grill marks in it, like a, mm -hmm. yeah, the no. weird, so the we've, weird wavy we've seen clouds. That. So yeah. this summer, all summer long, uh -huh. so uh, starting January of last year, 2022, uh, beginning of January, it stopped raining completely. It usually rains all yep. the way through April or May, and it was spring. It was 70 degrees all the way from January to basically November of this, of like this past November, uh -huh. the end of the year. We had no rain, no winter, no spring. It was just all kind of like spring, summer, whatever. So the chemtrails or whatever we saw in the sky were super interesting because you could see a frequency pattern in the clouds. It looked like little waves on top of waves on top of waves. And it looked like a ripple in the water. I guess if you drop a rock in the water and you can see that ripple effect, that's what the clouds looked like. And then for like June through August, when it's typically very hot here, every single morning, I have pictures of this. I took a picture of the sun every morning. There was a haze just around the sun of clouds. And it was uh, very specific. It was not. It was not uh, like part of clouds. Is this bad? Is this like weird? Uh, no, I'm. I'm. Uh, please keep going. Please, yeah. Okay. Tell me more about your sun. Tell me about your sunrise <laughs> and your sunset. Would you? Do you yeah. notice anything with your sunset too? So the sunset was the same way, but the sunset. It was just very. What? What are you? What, what's going on? I the went into a sorry. Musical. No, I'm she's sorry, singing to herself the song "Sunset." Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, okay. Good so Ruth, anyway, <laughs> so where we live, it's very flat. There's not a lot of trees. You can see everything. So we can see the sunrise and the sunset isn't as easy to see. The sunrise is a lot easier, but it was very specific, like a section where just say the sun was like this big for visual. Sorry, audio people. Sun is like this. The haze around it was like that. Uh -huh. And it was kind of crisscrossed and you could sometimes see lines straight up going through it that would eventually expand out and then uh sunset was typically the same way but throughout the day the sun was blocked the whole time it was just a little bit different when it was higher in the sky but go ahead i would love for people to uh i i, I need i'm i some point over the next six months i'm gonna do a contest i haven't figured out how i want to do it yet and it's going to basically be like the win. I don't know if the winner will be the shittiest sunset or the shittiest consistent. Basically, what I'm getting at is if you look at the sky, uh, people don't realize how often the sun is obstructed. But the, the worst thing about it is if you time lapse the sky, you can see what a lot of people think it's clouds or they call it the meteorologist will call it cloud cover. That's a crap that comes from Noah. Um, it's. It is that electro smog and you don't need chemtrails to do it. What I have found consistently is that um, I think of chemtrails sort of as drawing an extension cord from one patch of crap in the sky to another patch of crap in the sky. And where I am, I'm in the village uh, just outside of Sedona. I'm in a valley. Uh, well, I, I mean, I'm in the mountains, but it's like our 
area is really a valley, the um, Verde Valley. And the mountaintops over towards Flagstaff and the very opposite direction towards Cottonwood are like you can see those patterns in the sky where they're almost creating like it's like they're drawing each other near to create Sewing a giant together kind of exactly like, to create a canopy yeah. and they create this big white canopy over the sky but if you time lapse the sky you can you can see that stuff sort of just man it manifests out of nothing and it's what i think it is is it's essentially the electrosmog it's the ionized sky and it is attracting whatever pollutants to it it is attracting the water molecules to it um it's uh but i i've taken i've taken time lapse of the sun showing that as the sun moves that that strategically placed crap that like let's say it's a really positive day i think there's only enough energy for them to really just cover that one spot it will move along the goddamn sun all fucking day yes, pardon my french 100% nope. and the rest and the rest of the sky is crystal clear I'm talking, I mean, is blue as the eye can see. And you're like, well, that's interesting. But when you look at the sunrise and the sunset, and I, I'm noticing this, this is part of that. I'm, I'm concerned with what's going on this year so far. Look at your sunrise and your sunset. They are always obstructed. And it used to not be like when I was in Chicago, it was, it was difficult because of the buildings in my neighborhood. It was harder to see. But here I have a fantastic view of the sunrise and the sunset. And it's like, it can, it's like 4am, 5am. It's like, you can see all of a sudden you're like, I mean, I'm a, I'm an, a night owl. It's like, oh, how interesting. It's crystal clear. The stars are beautiful. The, everything's great off in the distance where the sun will come up in an hour. It's already, you can just see the shit and it's just slowly moving like this and it will position itself there and it will stay there until, you know, maybe around nine o'clock in the morning. Then all of a sudden it's just gone just disappears. And it's like, well, the, you know, when, if you, if you dive into the subject, this is one of those puzzle pieces, the whole uh, sun gazing at, at certain hours, if it is in fact beneficial, yeah. they are, they are blocking it. I think also there's probably something that we would probably see in the sky based on how the light is bent or bending. Um, I think we would see more easily if something was in fact a projection or a holographic image uh whether it's real or fake i don't know if we'd see spaceships in the sky i mean who i don't know anymore but i just know that consistency wise sunrise and sunset you can have the clearest damn day in the world and it's sunrise and sunset and i almost feel like putting out the challenge i'm not going to do it yet but it would be the uh, something in my contest ideas, like maybe like someone who could capture an unobstructed sunrise and sunset for like more than two days in a row, because occasionally one will slip through. And the way you can test this, if you guys ever get around, if you if you have like say a chembuster, the the big bazooka, I've been playing around with those. Like you aim them strategically at those big obstructions, and you can pop holes right through them. But the weird thing about uh, like when I first was like, oh my God, this is, this, these aren't real clouds was when I started popping holes through, through things like that. And then you start to see everything shift like, oh, the clouds over here start to move towards the sun. The clouds over here move towards the sun. The clouds over here move towards the sun. And I'm like, every freaking thing will move towards the sun. I'm like, this is, there's magnetic fields trying to attract and pull. 
and you can see those grill marks and indentations in the sky. It's like all energy is harnessed on that area to make this canopy of white crap block the sun or to block this, the direct view of the sun every yeah, time. You know, you know what's wild about that too is I, I was thinking about that and we, we've noticed it a bunch where the morning sun or the night sun is blocked like you were saying. And I'm like, okay, but that's for us from our unique point of view here in the town we live in. For them, for the they to actually like coordinate how to do that across the whole everybody's different viewpoints i guess it wouldn't be that hard you just have to have, have to time it just right or something i, I don't know if it's you around here i notice that all of the chemtrails operate on a most of them they're changing flight patterns the more you start puncturing holes through their web like if you've ever pay attention to the current flight patterns that go over your house and then go bust a bunch of towers you're going to notice changes in those flight patterns well, they I start flying because yeah. we're directly in the path of uh, we're in a flight path, like, yeah, flight path direct line. Yeah. Like there, the airplanes are landing, and the airport is not far from our home. It's about ten minutes uh, away. Oh, that's a, even oh. better. So stuff like that—that's yeah. actually an even better reason to have a chembuster because airports. There's more porting at an airport than an airplane, and look at airports as a negative. I, I call it, they're negative energy generators because from the time you get in the building to the time you take off, you are herded like cattle to be as miserable as you possibly can with the worst yep. quality service, the worst food, CNN playing on the TV, uh, everything about it is negative. And then you get into subjects like Denver and whatever the hell is going on with airports like that. It's like, there's, there's something happening. And this goes back to that thing I mentioned about like underground bases and Don Croft and the earth pipe. Um, but to, to reel it back to the sun, to the sun issue, um, you can you can start popping holes in these things and you will quickly see how they try to like recalibrate but the reason it's so easy to cover everything is because everyone thinks harp is a the, the network that is used the frequency fence to do this they think it's an they think it's some facility in alaska they think it's you know, um, I was telling this, these folks last night about like Echelon. If you're ever interested and want to see something sinister, look up Echelon in the UK. It's like the communications center of Earth where anything, including this conversation, will probably get filtered through as it goes through the interwebs. But um, it's it's not just the towers. It's not just these these big weather balls, and it's not just the whatever battleships out in the ocean. It's it is the phone in the pocket. It's the smartwatch on the wrist. It's the the aura ring on the finger. It's the new Amazon Halo that I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's the thing that sits. Oh my God! It was a nightmare commercial I saw that um, you no longer have to wear a wrist. You set this thing that looks like a little a little uh, decor on your nightstand and it actually reads it's it using emf it reads your breathing patterns it tells when you fall asleep it tells when you move there's no sensory you have to wear why because the entire network system is working with it everyone's wi-fi everyone's smart meter it's part of this whole thing with busting towers uh, could people look at me like uh you know how why would you like what evidence is there that they want to create this web it's like Look at the intention internet of things, the internet of things, but look at how it's forced on people. I mean, I, does anyone here drive a Tesla? No, well, no, but I was going to say you're, when you first brought up these issues, like the smart meter, 
-hmm. I worked in solar for over half of a decade. And when they forced everyone to go to a smart meter and they were going away with analog readers, just what did you use? The guy comes out, he takes his note. No, now everything is you have to use this. Mm -hmm. And when uh, we were talking about this, I think this last summer, uh, Jen brought up that at one point they couldn't change their uh, thermostat or, or, oh no, was yeah. that in uh, well, Colorado? We could, that... we could change our thermostat, but it kept going up or down on its own. And I deleted the entire, I the deleted program. the whole schedule. Yeah. So it had nothing, but it would change its temperature on its own, but it wasn't changing it to save energy. It was changing it so that it cost us more money. Like it was getting colder in the house than I wanted it to, which is the opposite of what is it's the opposite promoted of right now. In the yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and we're it, saying they're going to shut it off, so it's going to be hot. But that yeah. I believe it was in Denver. It might have been in Colorado Springs, but in Colorado, they went through an, an energy crisis where because everybody had to have smart meters, they just issued out a statement saying we're controlling all the smart meters during this yep. shit. You won't be able to change it for in, you know, however long, uh, hope, hopefully much like the Rona's, it'll only last two weeks before we see a decline. And it was just an instant. Sorry, guys, we know that you guys have smart meters. We control them. So we're going to do that. And mm -hmm. you guys are just SOL until we decide that the energy crisis is over and you guys can go back to living the life you want. Well, and that's the whole idea yeah. with the electric car thing, because that it, it limits your range. First of all, you can only go so far in those things and you got to fucking post up and put and charge it. So it limits your range. So it, it kind of discourages people from long travel in these electric in mm -hmm. these electric cars. But they're also especially Tesla's are connected to the the Wi-Fi grid or the you yeah. know, satellite, whatever you want to call it. They can yeah. shut them off. They have a kill switch in them. That's not even the mm -hmm. conspiracy. Like I'm I mean, for myself, I, I get. I get emails once in a while, people bitching about it, but it's the truth is that the Tesla cars are essentially a, a mini, a mini cell tower on wheels and you're sitting inside of it. And it's, you know, if you look at the, the thermostats or the ring doorbells, you know, they, first they convince everyone, everyone's going to steal your packages from, from Shamazon, no matter what. So you got to protect yourself, get the ring doorbell. And then if, so like, I was talking about this actually last night about like I have my parents had built a house not that long ago. And if you try, go try to build a house right now and watch how much EMF your contractor will make damn sure you have inside your house. Everything is designed so that like like I'm over here lecturing people and saying, you know, OK, at night you should turn off your Wi-Fi. Here's how you should hardwire your house. Here's how you can minimize the EMF exposure and, you know, use certain technologies in a safer way. They've made it so that you can't. And I hear that all the time now. They're like, well, I can't because my security system will go down. This will go down. I can't, won't be able to control this. The lights along the, the edge of my stairs, I'm 80 years old. I don't know what to do. You know, so it's like everything is designed. And then of course, LED lighting that just acts as an antenna to amplify all of this shit. You know, it's like LED wave spectrums will tap into the Wi-Fi network and run it directly into your wires. And then now you've got your house acting as an antenna for your Wi-Fi and you're just sitting here inside of this soup. So it's like you don't just look at what they're doing. 
you look at the intensity, the the intention, the and the and really the strategic level of like how hard are they pushing this? That is where you answer the question of okay, this is why this is bad. It's like this is why we need to do something about it because they're doing this for some reason. And it's like where I come in, it's all connected to consciousness in my book. It's all connected to to really everything, the life, the life force of this planet and whether or not we will be a battery to something. And so this all just answers that question or starts to answer that question that they've gone to this level, this hard. It, it has to be, I mean, it's, it has to have something to do with this web. You know, it's like the the confirmation of like basically to keep going. It's just puzzle pieces that say, okay, you still don't know everything, but keep going. So, yeah. Yeah. And well, I wanted, oh, sorry. And I just want to say real quick because people are going to be like, well, Jesus Christ, you were going to talk about solar flares. What happened? Um, the reason I wanted to mention that is that in, in this course of, of everything that's happened, I have found a consistency when I am documenting the sky and doing my time lapse that the days when they're when they're if you see them really going hard to cover the sun on certain days try to tap into the uh wind pay attention to how much wind there is every time that stuff breaks apart and the sun comes out you can feel these huge gusts of wind and it's just like really i mean it's, it feels great cuz it's like hot i i love when the sun is hot and it's blowing the wind and uh i don't know exactly if you'd say solar flares or solar energy but around here in Sedona, what I've noticed is that on those days where it's like super bright blue sky, the sun is intense, everything's jiving, the energy feels great, and it's like, this is a high vibe day, the internet goes out, my phone stops working, the transformers down the street blow up. And I'm like, well, this is interesting. Like, we're at the same time they are getting ready for whatever happens with the electrical grid they're going to blame people and say it's terrorism but it's really i think there may be something natural going on that will um th that isn't coherent basically with ai it's not coherent with a lot of this uh parasitic technology that i i would call it and that's sort of it's one of the puzzle pieces that like Yes, I'm just like we're just breaking apart shit in the sky. We're uncovering the sky. We know that when we do that, then this happens. We feel these this heat. It's cold outside in the shade, but in the sun it burns your skin, okay? And then it's like, okay, well on the days that the sun is the most intense, it's like I've I basically come to this idea of the possibility, I think what if the sun is really going to be a savior in some way shape or form that helps us uh against this ai agenda that you know why and then you, you kind of like connect it to like bill why does bill gates want to block out the sun why do they want to create those canopies and completely block the direct line of sight from the sun is it just because of sun gazing i don't think it's just that it's not just because of the solar rays it's not just because of whatever if there's dna activation i think there is a frequency that's coming from above that negatively impacts everything fake down here and benefits everything natural and i think that could also explain why when you change the genetic structure of plants and you have monsanto or monsatan you have to create those genetically modified plants they have to repatent year after year after year after year 
because those if you if they make a seed and they leave it as is everything i think ian malcolm and jurassic park said it life finds a way everything reverts back to nature everything reverts back to organics and heirlooms and in the same way i think human beings are slowly making our way back to whatever we were before before we got fucked up and so that that dummy dna that is is not activated that could be a component the consciousness expansion could be a component in the case of the plants and nature sort of restoring itself and the weather restoring itself it's like all these things restoring themselves i think there's something happening in this energetic battle that the you know i don't want to say the good is there's just there's something happening that's beneficial to us and when it's beneficial to us it is no me gusta to the ai basically yeah and it, it does kind of go back to what you said at the beginning with the the spiritual battle if you want to call it that with the natural being the good the artificial being the bad and they're in this fucking interlock you know battle and somebody's gonna win but if you want to believe the movies usually the good always wins so there's a hopeful note for everybody i don't know terminator went on for like 30 years and they're still fighting it out <laughs> oh, fuck them fair enough it's funny yeah. everyone my my opinion about the terminator i'll just say everyone thinks it's going to be you know the robots or whatever and i it's what it, it really is is it's um it's like the mind control it's the hive mind the i was about to say no they're trying to make us the robots exactly that, they want the singularity is i've heard people using that word i kind of like that version which is why i don't like the new age because i think the new age is essentially the same thing but with crystals and extra steps so it's like <laughs> you're still you're still getting to the hive mind or that that's like unnatural because i do think everyone is an individual we're all our own spark like we are we are ourselves it doesn't mean we won't uh coincide and get along with and and resonate with others but i do think we're all individual so it's the only threat in this world i swear the only the only entity that is threatened in this world is the individual it's the only victim i in like this that. place so yeah and diversity is the enemy of freedom we've learned that uh oh, pretty, pretty recently oh, diversity is my strength <laughs> <laughs> it's everyone's strength <laughs> i want to at least ask you off air if not on this interview you how you recommend yeah. Getting to the ground. No, we yeah. can do that. Yeah. Off so air. we can do that off. Yeah, we're, we're going to wrap fine. up. With, uh, we got bedtimes yeah. and shit. But uh, Mitch, tell everybody where they can find you and how to get a hold of you and all, all yeah. your shit. So uh, they can. Best thing is going to be my website. Um, I got shut down. I did have to say. I meant to say. I got. Um, I used to be on Etsy. I actually got shut down by the U.S. Nuclear Regulatory Commission. So for those people that are like, show me the receipts. There's there it big, is. Big connection. Well, so it's actually, it's a roundabout way of censorship where I still exist. So it's like, it. I do things to avoid algorithms. And so, um, but the reason for that is if you read Wilhelm Reich, there's a connection to nuclear energy. I think nuclear energy, my current ongoing experiments have to do with um, some uh, uranium and uh, in very small amounts that are legal, but I just, you know, has to do with nuclear energy and orgone energy. I think that you can essentially create a battery of perpetual uh, energy. Free, free, it's the idea of free energy. Um, and that's what Wilhelm Reich, I think, was really onto the idea of free energy or the secret of nuclear. And that's when he was uh, disappeared or whatever. But uh, anyway, I know the question was my website. So my website is the best place because 
you, they regulatory commission couldn't shut down that like they could Etsy. And so it's uh, the orgonedonor.com and that's O-R-G-O-N-E, orgone, orgonedonor.com. And then I'm also on Instagram. Uh, I have a very, I have a pretty small following as for as long as I've been on there. And I do have a rule that I, um, I have to make sure people are human. If I can't verify that it's a human, because I used to deal with so many bots. So I have it on private. And if a person wants to get on, if they want to see my posts and all that, just shoot me a uh, message real quick and just be like, Hey, I'm say, say something, especially if you use humor, that's an even better way to know Uh that you're, you're human because AI has no sense of humor. So I love it. He's, he's going to be the next Zed in a year from now. We're going to hear how uh, men in black showed up at his door. Now he's giving talks (laughs) at DOD. (laughs) No, it's um every you know people ask that question. It's a very popular question. Is like, aren't you worried? And the answer it used to, it would have been at one time yes. But the thing is, is like this sort of took off with a lot of people. Even though there's not a movement, there are a lot of people doing things, and we're all comparing notes. Um, I talk to a lot of people that are uh, under the radar, and a lot of people who really don't care. They're they're fine talking about it openly, but. The thing I've learned is that I think one of the deceptions is also when you hear about certain things happening to certain people, that in and of itself is also a, a web of of not not that nothing happens to people ever, but I think like imagine if you just see the idea like, oh, every time someone did this, like they disappeared and died, or every time they did this, they disappeared and died. And it's like that's I don't think there's just so much fear. Everything in this this playground is so fear driven. And I get where you're going with that. Yeah, and the rule of the game is we aren't going to do anything to you. You have to do it to yourself. So we're going to beat you up until you do all of create your own misery, be your own worst enemy. So correct me if I'm wrong, but your point in saying that is that's an intentional psyop to make people automatically know or know that if they go into this field, they might disappear. So it's another, uh, what, what is it called? Uh, um, it's another thing that they put up to- well, I mean, would it be like, con- are, you, are, you think, are you thinking maybe like controlled opposition, that word? Con- well, no, con- I was thinking deterrent. So like they- Or gatekeeper. Things, or gatekeeping, that would be a good one. The idea yeah. that they put out these stories so that people think they disappeared because they did this. And mm-hmm. now that's in their mind that if they do that, they might disappear. And so therefore they don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say you know, nothing's always black and white, but I know that has to be a part of the plan just in the same way that always a little bit of truth and a good life. Exactly. I mean, th- there's no shortage, you know, look at what people are doing in the case of my work it's like I'm all about the the towers on the ground while a lot of other people are being directed towards what's happening in the sky. Right. And look at how easy that information, I mean, it doesn't take long to learn everything you need to know about the government poisoning people through the form of geoengineering activity. But then it's like you still have to ask the question, why is this information so easily accessible and this other batch of information is what gets swept under the rug or ignored because i know people with prominent they're they're the poster i won't say his name people can read my website i shit talk people but um (laughs) there is a poster child for geoengineering uh around 
And I know that when people have tried to share this type of information and that there's something you can do about it or that it has to do with towers, uh, they've he's, he's basically called the police and tried to have them arrested from his events for simply trying to talk to anyone else at the event. And it's like, well, that raises a lot of questions or Oregon-related people who I would call Rice Scholars who are receiving government funding, government grants, work with the military, don't believe that 5G is bad, don't believe in geoengineering, and, you know, just a whole can of worms, you know, that, uh, so you have to ask those questions is what I'm getting at. And that is definitely one of those questions. It's not everybody, but definitely don't just believe, yeah, if they shut someone up, that's not, that's not always a sign. In fact, I think it's often not a sign that they are automatically like trustworthy and good. That's just, they're getting right. better at their game basically. Well, yeah. So. And there's, I mean, that's a different show, but we could go into, I mean, there's plants. I'm sure there's CIA, FBI, FBI plants in these communities too. So, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, like yeah. I said, that's a different show, but yeah, don't stop questioning because uh, exactly. you'll find something out tomorrow. You didn't know today and then be like, Oh shit, that's irrelevant now. Or, you know, whatever. Yeah. But Mitch, Thank you so much for coming on. Oh my God, this yeah, is awesome. Absolutely. I will, yes, I will get great, this dude. out uh, pronto into everybody out there questioning things. Stay weird, you fucking weird homosexuals. You weird homosexuals. <laughs> <laughs>